threat of disaster is never pleasant. Welcome to the Casual Preppers Podcast. These safety measures are essential. The only place for prepping, survival, and entertainment. This will be your source of survival instructions and information. Every member of the family must be coached in the business of survival. Here are your hosts, Cam and Kobe. Hmm. It's atomic time. <laughs> song's hitting hard today. Feels good. Yes, it is. Yeah, some days it just feels better. It's touching me. It's touching you. That's me. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> Cameron, uh, I'm I'm stoked about today's episode. Um, this is our second in the series of scenario episodes, yeah. right? Yep. What are we talking about? Um, we're going to talk about the small town event that involves a nuclear threat. Yeah, nuclear attack. And it's it's not like super small town. We're, we're talking about like medium sized, yeah, right? Uh, less, playing that from the last one. Yeah, but. you're taking that from the last one. But yeah, um, yeah, this one. Uh, I don't know. I don't know why this one's a little more exciting. I Is guess it? because it's a very, it's a very difficult to like mm. prepare for scenario. Yeah, and one that it you have to think about nowadays. There's like threats have kind of reemerged, right? You know, yeah. and it's kind of scary. So. Mm-hmm. Um, and just Oppenheimer. So yeah, this one is really difficult. <laughs> yeah, we just see Oppenheimer. Yeah, it's uh, so it makes you think about some of this stuff. Yeah. So um, let's do it. Let's do it, man. But before we do it, I gotta tell you about Battle Box. It's the monthly subscription box full of solid gear for adventure seekers, survivalists, outdoor enthusiasts, nuclear war survivors. Probably each month, Battle Box sends you the coolest selection of hand-picked outdoor survival and everyday carry gear, all valued at far more than what you normally pay. You never know what's in the next box, but here's a sampling of what users received this month: the Gear Aid Balta Hatchet, pretty cool. Mm-hmm. The Ruck and River Yona Backpack. Yona Backpack. Yona Backpack. Um, all this badassness starts at just $34.99 per month. They've shipped over a million boxes and one best men's subscription box of 2020. Our listeners get a free knife. You heard that right, Cameron. You don't have to pay for it. It's free. When you sign up at trybattlebox.com slash casual preppers, get your first battle box plus a free knife when you use our code casual preppers. Listener reviews starts now. Mm. Laugh your way through the apocalypse. Five stars. You have discovered the perfect blend of information and entertainment. Mm. The Bug Out series you produced was exceptionally well done. Mm. I hope one day you are able to create another. If I am having an SHTF day, mm. I just jump in my truck, turn off, uh, turn on and turn up the audio system. <laughs> I haven't heard an audio system in a long time. <laughs> yeah, and no. listen to your podcast the intro. hi-fi. That's <laughs> like what my grandpa used to call it. Yeah. Turn on a hi-fi. <laughs> Yeah. The sound surround, the as my sound, dad would sound say. Sound yeah. yeah. Um, and listen to your podcast intro. Stay survived. Sending this out from my uh, from my log home in the backwoods of Maine. Man, that's so cool. Man, I want to visit Maine. I was just looking um, this week about like where my family came from, mm-hmm. like from England, and then they were in Maine for like oh really six or seven generations. Didn't want to go too far from the coast. No, <laughs> they're just like, they're like we hey, in case we have to swim back, <laughs> we're going to stay right here. <laughs> but I'm like, I, I want to visit. Maine pretty bad. Hmm, that's See cool. If any of my uh, ancestors' bones are there. I'll bet you they're hanging out they're somewhere. Probably, I hope yeah. they're not hanging from anything. <laughs> well, you never know. Oh, they're lynched. Okay. <laughs> Backwoods of Maine. Yeah. You know. So that's Thanks, cool. Badass- Maybe you're part of my family. Badassatva. Oh, you definitely are a part of my family. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you guys want to be a part of this portion of the podcast, go to iTunes, go to Facebook, leave us a five star review, and make it awesome. It's a mad, mad world. Yeah, man. Um, 
Cam, did yes. you hear anything about UFOs this last few weeks? Uh, well, I saw that thing you sent me that stuff's... was super weird. Dude. I was like, this is like an argument going on yeah. about... A former military intelligence officer turned whistleblower told House lawmakers that Congress is being kept in the dark about unidentified anomalous phenomena known as UAPs or UFOs, alleging at a hearing that executive branch agencies have withheld information about the mysterious object for years. David Grush, uh, who served for 14 years as an intelligence officer in the Air Force and National Geospatial Intelligence Agency. Mm. That sounds made I up. applied for that. <laughs> yeah. Didn't get in. No. Uh, appeared before the House Oversight Committee's National Security Subcommittee alongside two former fighter pilots who had firsthand experience with UAPs. Um, Grush served as a representative on two Pentagon task force investigating UAPs until earlier this year, he told lawmakers that he was informed of a multi-decade UAP crash retrieval and reverse engineering program during the course of his work examining classified programs. He said he was denied access to those programs when he requested it and accused the military of misappropriating funds to shield these operations from congressional oversight. Okay. Here, okay, that's crazy enough. But then he said, he later said he had interviewed officials who had direct knowledge of aircraft with non-human origins and that so-called biologics were recovered from some yeah. craft. <laughs> that's the one that you're showing me, huh? Aliens. About the, yeah. Aliens. Bro, uh, anyways... That's mad. Come on, give us the info. <laughs> Show us the pictures. And again, everybody's making this up as a joke that nobody cares. And, and How do you it, not care? Like, it's, it's just weird that everybody's yeah. like, oh yeah, we have aliens. They're, they're talking about it in Congress. Great. Back to TikTok. Back to TikTok. <laughs> you know, most of it's on TikTok. But yeah, yeah that's yeah. the crazy thing, right? <laughs> Flip. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to watch someone dance to TikTok. What else is the hamsters talking? <laughs> yeah. I'll bookmark that for later. <laughs> I got Probably stuff to do. Mark alien. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so weird, man. That is really so weird. weird. It's just like, is this for real? Like, yeah. am I living in this time that has like this kind of stuff going on? Yeah, it's hard to tell. I hope I am. I hope so too. So, um, here's a interesting, scary little change up. Okay. Did you see that China has revealed two new leaders of its? I call it the Plarf. Plurf. The People's Liberation Army uh, Rocket Force. Oh, the rocket My mouth, force. <laughs> mouthful. But I call it the Plarf. Heck yeah. Uh, in a surprise shakeup that has raised questions about the inner workings at the top of the military branch overseeing the nation's powerful arsenal of nuclear and ballistic missiles. Uh-oh. So that is a bit concerning that just out of the blue, two that have been there for a long time, I think mm-hmm. like 20-something years, wow. ousted and two wow. new in. Um, That's kind of scary because... They've definitely built, like recently, they have mm-hmm. new missile silos. Um, the new leadership ones. change comes as evidence points to the expanding Chinese nuclear force, creating an even more important role in the rocket force, which until 2016 was known as the PLA, Second mm-hmm. Artillery Force. Now it's the number one. Wow. But, um, and I think, did I mention in the podcast last time about their massive, like, deforestation for, like... Uh, yeah, you said something about it, I think. There's a couple yeah. of things, like, that's yeah. just concerning that's going on. Well, lots of things that are going on. <laughs> yeah, there's been, been a few um, things. That they've had the deforestation so that they're growing more, like, inside the country, more food production mm. for some reason. You know, yeah. they have a billion people, multiple uh, billions there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they also, the one guy, the Alibaba... <clears throat> Isn't that the one oh, the, he, from China? Yeah. He was gone, and now he came back, and he's, like, all about this, like, food and genetics mm. of making more food. I'm like, what are they doing? Yeah. 
We don't want to know. No, but we, we don't. need to know and figure it out. So, anyways, scary times. Um, nuclear threats on the rise, like I was, like we were saying. That, that's perfect for today's that's episode, I, I believe. I it was like interesting. Yeah, so we did an episode of like last month, uh, small town scenario, and we kind of talked through a scenario. What are kind of your options? What are the things you need to be considering? And how would you go about uh, surviving this scenario? Today, we have a whole new scenario for you. This one, it, it proved to be difficult to- This one was hard. This one was very hard. How do you how do you attack it? How do you well, let me tell you this? <laughs> let me tell you how it's done. Um, so we're, we're going to go through this. Uh, first, again, we have a nice little um, audio intro to kind of get you in the mood and understand what's happening. And then we'll go from there. You ready, Cam? Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Fellow Americans, I come before you today with a heavy heart to address a grave and imminent threat that our nation faces. It is my solemn duty to inform you that our nation is currently under attack from multiple nuclear warheads. The safety and security of our citizens are at stake, and we must act swiftly and decisively to mitigate the devastating consequences that loom upon us. Our intelligence agencies have detected the launch of intercontinental ballistic missiles from multiple hostile nations. These missiles are on trajectories that target major population centers and critical infrastructure across our great nation. As I speak, our military is working diligently to intercept and neutralize as many of these missiles as possible. However, it is crucial that we all remain calm and follow the instructions provided to ensure our survival. I urge you to take immediate action to protect yourselves and your loved ones. Please seek shelter in the designated fallout shelters which have been strategically positioned throughout the country. Listen to local authorities and emergency services for further instructions on how to best protect yourselves during this crisis. Stay tuned to your local news channels and emergency broadcast systems for vital updates and guidance. This is a time for unity and resilience. We will overcome this threat together as a nation. Our brave men and women in uniform are prepared to defend us and we must show them our unwavering support. Remain vigilant and let us not succumb to fear or panic. I have mobilized all available resources to ensure the continuity of essential services, including medical aid, food supplies, and emergency response teams. Our government is working tirelessly to address this crisis and bring about a swift resolution. We will exhaust every diplomatic channel available to de-escalate the situation and safeguard the lives of our citizens. My fellow Americans, I implore you to stay strong in the face of this adversity. We are a nation that has overcome countless challenges throughout our history and we will triumph once again. Let us pray for the safety and well-being of all of our citizens and extend our thoughts to those affected by this global catastrophe. May God bless us all. And may God bless the United States of America. Oh, man. (laughs) There you are. 
So that's kind of our, that's where we're at, right? Um, so let's break down this scenario. So you should be scared, but in yeah, a way you're like, I'm kind of excited. I want more of this. I want more. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see the end. Exactly. So let's break down this scenario real quick. Uh, you live in a medium-sized kind of suburban neighborhood in town. You're not in a city. You're like not like Denver, sh- but yeah, more like outskirts. Maybe of- on the outskirts or yeah. something like that, right? In the suburbs. Obviously, the president has just announced, and that's not our current president, by the way. It wouldn't be that coherent um, <laughs> if that was Biden. Um, but the president has just announced that the nation is under attack uh, with nuclear warheads. And you're kind of just a few miles from home heading to work. Okay. Um, you live, here's where it gets kind of weird. You live about 15 miles from a nuclear power plant. That gets a little bit shady, right? Also about 25 miles from an Air Force base. Both of these obviously are potential targets for, for you know, times like these when, when, when you're getting strikes from uh, multiple warheads. Um, you have about a half hour to get to your basement and brace for possible strikes or bug out of town. Here's the thing. You probably won't have a half hour in most of these situations. You're going to have minutes. But for the sake of this exercise, we have to want to give ourselves options, right? So, um you have about a half hour to figure this out. You'll you, know when your time's up. You'll know. Yeah. It'll be <laughs> very bit, evident. A little bright. Very evident. You have some basic supplies. You have some meds. You have like, you know, N95 mask, duct tape, plastic sheeting. You got a nine millimeter pistol. You kind of just have like some average stuff at home waiting for you. You also have two weeks worth of food and water for your family. You've got $100 in cash and you got like a half tank of gas. Luckily, also, there is a 1950s era still functioning fallout shelter downtown in your city center. And that this isn't uncommon. No, it isn't. There's a lot of cities that still have these. They're still kind of functioning. They're still part of different plans for emergency planners in, in the counties and cities. So you do have that as an option, and we're going to talk about that. The thing is, this is actually closer to the nuclear plant. It's closer to the Air Force Base. So you're getting further into potential target areas, yeah. right? Um, but it could better protect you from the radiation, from blast, and there could be more resources. I'm yeah. sure we'll talk about that. So this is the the basic situation we found ourselves in. How do we navigate this, yeah. Cam? Uh, are you excited? I am. I'm very yep. excited, yeah. So first thing, you're going to call at your work now. <laughs> you're not, not going to make it on time. I'm sorry, I'm going to be a I'm little 15 late. 15 out. I got to get back home. I got to figure this out. There's a nuke coming. I don't know if you guys heard that. I'll try and be in right after it drops. <laughs> yeah. Right? Tell everybody, to, you know, go home. I'll yeah. be there. We'll we'll reschedule. I've got some PTO. <laughs> yeah. Time to use it. So that's the first thing you need to do. Yeah. But um, there's, I mean, concerns here. And I, like, there's just so many to go over with like yeah. what it could turn into. Mm-hmm. And so initially you're going to think about like, What's the bomb going to do? That's what I'm going to think about. It's going to blow up. It's Cam. like, what what damage is a nuclear bomb um, going to cause sure. to either, you know, if I don't get home in time and all that. Mm-hmm. So just a, like a quick little review um, of what an atomic bomb does. So um, as you know, the atomic bomb explodes above ground. Mm-hmm. And um, with all these nuclear warheads and stuff, I kind of was looking to see like what, what, what size the most of these countries have. Mm-hmm. I think um, the UK has a lot of 100 kiloton uh, okay. nuclear warheads. Yeah, China's is five megaton. Oh my god! They have massive freaking yeah. rockets. Um, and and it varied with you know Russia from like one. <laughs> basically, <laughs> it's when they, they go all out. Yeah, they have some massive ones, and um, 
But overall, I kind of went with an average of about one megaton. Okay. So one megaton, thousand kilotons is kind of an average of what to expect with nuclear warheads for multiple strikes. So, um, again, I would have you like go to that, um, what is it? Nuke map. Oh yeah. The nuke. super cool. It's fun to play with because it, yeah. it kind of gives you an idea of where you live, mm-hmm. what the radius is going to be based on the size and everything and what to expect. So let's say it, it is a, a, a one megaton bomb that hits. Um, so you're going to, the first thing is you're going to get that flash. Yeah. Um, that flash can be seen, you know, uh, for, for multiple miles, like the radiation from that, uh, the thermal radiation from that blast that'll cause third degree burns mm-hmm. will be a six mile radius. Oh my gosh. Which is, uh, or, um, six miles from the blast zone. Um, that's, that's so far. Like, so let's say, what are, what are they targeting? Are they going to target like defense um, mm-hmm. areas that base, or are they just going to drop it right on the middle of a big city, right. which you're going to be in the outskirts of. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you're going to see that flash and it's going to be blinding. Um, it says up to, it says, um, people up to 15, three, 53 miles away, which you're in 25 miles right at this base. Yeah. Or, and roughly probably the same from a big city. Mm-hmm. People up to fifty-three miles away could experience temporary blindness. Wow, that's crazy! So, dude, you have to expect that blast to be like so powerful, and the radiation will either burn your skin or blind you for a moment. Um, and the temporary blindness can last a while. I actually saw a story about—I don't know if you heard about the guy who was in uh, Hiroshima. He was traveling for work, and he—he he lived just like this. It, yeah, know? so he—he he was in, he was in Hiroshima. He lived. He was like, "Crap, I got to get home." Guess where home was? Nagasaki. Oh man! So he goes home to Nagasaki. He, he was, survives both blasts. Holy crap! But he was temper. He was blind temporarily because of the second blast. Yeah, that's insane. So yeah. that's going to be initial thing to know. Like, mm-hmm. okay, it went off, and you're either blinded or like, yes. you're, luckily it's behind you, and you just you everything's you know white out for a minute. <laughs> and then it's like an Oppenheimer thing, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like those <laughs> this calm brightness. <clears throat> And then depending on how close you are to the uh, blast zone, mm-hmm. you're gonna get that um, you're gonna get that wave. And so this sucker is interesting. Uh, so I did the calculate. I did the calculations on a bomb. <laughs> the calculation, <laughs> if you could see, <laughs> if you could see in this I use the nuke map. Okay. Yeah. And the nuke map it gives you like all these different um, the circles, so you get kind of like the the radius of that bomb and how far and, sure. and it's color coded and everything. So mm-hmm. it's pretty cool. But let's say that a thousand, uh, well, the one megaton bomb is dro- dropped. You're going to need a three quarter mile fireball. So anything in that is just going to be eliminated. You're vaporized uh, yep. basically. So right? everything in that zone where it just hits is going to be vaporized. High blast. This is, um, I think the, uh, yeah, the, the high blast is going to be, I think like, this is what's crazy to me. It's only like 10 PSI, 8 okay. to 10. That sounds like nothing. That does sound like nothing. But that is super destructive. It okay. says um, uh, at moderate range, which will be a blast zone of three miles out of a moderate intense, like five PSI mm-hmm. will level buildings. Oh my gosh. So yeah, moderate blast at PSI overpressure. Most residential buildings will collapse. Injuries or universal fatalities are widespread. The chance of the fire starting in commercial and residential, not from like the fire from the bomb, but just things yeah. erupting and electrical and all that is going to start. Flying, yeah. Um, buildings are so damaged at a high risk of fire spreading. So you're probably going to get not only the fireball at that three quarter mile 
but all the buildings that are leveled and destroyed, you know, you've got power lines down, you've mm-hmm. got fires and everything. So, and that's roughly like three to four miles. Oh my gosh. So, um, pure devastation yeah. within that. So, that big, tough, that big immediate blast, you may not be part of. Right. And then the low pressure wave is going to extend about 12 miles. So, you're going to get some of that. And that set of wow. blowout windows. So, glass and everything mm-hmm. is a risk. So, flash, then you got this big wave. And then from there, um, you have about, they figure, um, you have roughly 10 minutes from that to get away from radiation, the, the fallout. So it'll so, start to drop. So it blasts right? everything up into the air and it's mm-hmm. all getting irradiated and coated with radiation in about 10 minutes until some of that starts to drop down. Mm-hmm. So you, you get a little more time, Yeah. but if you're not vaporized and burned and blind, um, then... Yes, yeah, so you got to start moving this, right away. In this, in this scenario, you're probably going to be outside far enough, let's say. So that you're not like vaporized and burned. To, yeah. So most likely, where this drops is either going to be at the Air Force you're base. Get, you're going to get the wave. Nuclear and power then you're plant. Like, I've got to get somewhere. And yes. so now you're going to have to deal with fallout. <laughs> yeah. Fallout can extend. They did. Um, so when they tested the, uh, um, was it the one over in on the islands? I can't oh. the name of it. It wasn't Starfish Prime. Oh. It was the know. other one. I don't know what the other anyway, one was. Um, it was like a cigar-shaped uh, radiation fallout mm-hmm. zone that extended like, what, 3,000-something? Yeah. No, no, there it is. Contaminated region was roughly cigar-shaped and extended more than 20 miles upwind and 350 miles downwind. Wow. So it's just going to keep spreading. So you've got to deal with trying to find food, supplies, mm-hmm. stay alive longer, and then the whole... Um, fallout zone is just contaminating everything. And then also weather affects the fallout zone too, yeah. depending on how the winds are yeah, blowing, blowing, what storms are going on. It's hard to know which yeah. way is upwind. And mm-hmm. and so food and water are going to be a big problem. Yes. Because you've got what you have in stored away and it's away from the debris and it's away from the radiation. But mm-hmm. once that runs out, everything else is on the surface. So exactly, it's like yeah. you got rivers to deal with. Like you can't just go and get your Sawyer Mini yeah. and start sucking that river. No. You don't do want that. to do that. No. Maybe some water out of the sprinklers because it's covered, but Maybe. you don't know the depth yeah. um, of, of how much it's radiated. So food and water are, co- are probably going to be your biggest long-term problem, mm-hmm. which it, which in most cases it will be. But in this case, you really can't go to the store because within 10 minutes, it's going to be blanketed with radiation. Mm-hmm. And that's... <laughs> That's a big problem. And that's yeah, that's why we always saying you got to have a few weeks of food and water yep. on hand in the house, right? Yep. And this made me think more, and we'll talk about it more, but it's like I have filters for most scenarios. Mm-hmm. They do make um, filters for radiated water. Yes, they and do. And they're different. And you can't just use a regular filter. No. So um, that's, you can't boil it out. You, you have to have a specific type of filter. Yeah, we'll talk about more of that water. for sure. Um, the next, the other thing you're going to have to deal with is... Um, health problems yeah, radiation this, this exposure me. yeah you don't so not all of us are just walking around with a geiger counter i so usually don't, know, yeah, I don't it's either. not like a part of my edc so you, you don't know. know you don't feel it you yeah. don't and so is that radiation or i got a tummy <laughs> ache? i don't know <laughs> I, I don't want to do that tonight i got radiation i got a little high dose of radiation <laughs> today i can't <laughs> so that's the that's the terror it's just a like an invisible toxin and yeah. so um all of a sudden you feel super nauseated, which is the worst symptom on the planet. There's nothing worse than nausea. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> and so if you start vomiting, I mean, you've been exposed to a high amount of radiation. Yeah. Um, or you're pregnant. And then it starts to right. affect, you know, all your organs and eyes and Ooh. your skin and everything like that. All your organs? All your organs. Start okay. To, um, and then uh, 
what do you do with that? Like, there's no <laughs> medical facility that's, you know, been trained specifically to deal with radiation burns and radiation mm-hmm. sickness. You know, Walmart, the Walgreens that swabs you for strep throat isn't going to help you with radiation yeah. sickness. Um, and then also, like, access to bandages and um, medications and all that stuff. You've got to deal with the risk of the fallout plus, like, all, all of it being cleaned out. And there's just, it, it's, that's another big problem. Right. Safety and security. When people sense that there's really an end, like, I feel like this scenario is different in that, like, most scenarios, the deterioration of society takes some time. Right, yeah. I feel like in this, you're like, it's the end of the world. Like, Instantly. I'm going to, I don't really have any, you know, the c- civility of people, it's just all going to go out the window. And the confusion part like, of it, too. Who's the enemy and who's, yeah. like, and, like... Can I get food? mass chaos here in mass right. hysteria? Um, and then the uh, communication is another thing. It's like, what if you don't make it home? Mm. And there's a flash, and you you get hit by the blast, and you're or it's high enough that it's an EMP, and it kills your car. Yeah, and you're having to get back to your home. Like, what way are you going to communicate? How are you going to communicate? How are you going to keep in touch with um, family and friends? And also, how are you going to like keep up with what's going on out there in the world? Yeah. The rest of the world is there multiple strikes? Is there a government left? Is there a yeah. military? And it's like you kind of know, like, oh, I have to stay inside for fallout for you know twenty four to seventy two hours. But like, how do you really know? Like long, you don't when you can go out, and that's why you're hoping to get some information yeah. from whatever sort of leaders. It's like hopefully are out they're there. giving you some info of like yeah. where this radiation spread was. If it's only yes. one strike, and if you can, yeah. And so, um, because you just don't have the gear to to be able to like navigate this no. scenario. Um, yeah, communication is such a big deal, and, and the more I went through all this stuff, that part of it to me this was is a huge so part of this scary, scenario, I think. Because I think about like our emergency plans, and I'll probably talk about this a little more later, but that's the thing that scares me the most is like the flash goes off, or you just get this alert, where is my family, do they know where to go, what to do, because I was even just going through these scenarios, I was like, what do I do, what's the best course of action it's hard to know it is and so in in the and midst, not one of them is without like no, a problem you're like no. okay well i'm gonna like i'll just get home but is that maybe the best thing? you're not able to get home and, yeah and so and how do you get your and where your do they go home? and do you want them to go anywhere yeah like that part to me was the whole the scariest thing about going through this entire scenario is the communication with my family We've talked about some of this stuff, but it's never been so specific. Like, I'm driving to work. No. You guys are at school. Okay, the bomb goes off this far. What do we do? Right, right. It's hard to, to know. Most right? likely you're not going to be home when you get no. this, like when there's like this emergency. Probably not. And luckily, I think, hopefully, the United States has the ability to give us a little bit of a warning. Yeah, they. I mean, but it's going to be minutes. It's going to be minutes. Minutes. And then, right? um, luck, if you're lucky enough to be far enough away from you know, and you can see the flash and everything and, and you get a small wave, the fallout becomes a huge And also, problem. like, will people even trust this alert? Because exactly. you remember the one we had, like, in 2018 in Hawaii? In Hawaii? Yeah. Like, how, how jaded are I think are a people? lot are going to be like, I don't know. Yeah, well, it's another false real. alarm. This isn't real. This is the mainland. This isn't yeah. going to happen. So I don't know if that adds That's to problems. <laughs> I think or, so, too. You know, I don't know. But, you know, just in summary, you've got to deal with the, the bomb itself, mm-hmm. the blast, the wave, the radiation fallout, and then you've got to start thinking about um, obtaining food and water yeah. and medical supplies 
in a small, like within 10 minutes, you've got yeah. to think about this if you don't have any plan. And most of it's going to be ruined at that point. That's the hard part. You have to get it it's before that It's like, this isn't radiation. like a, oh, people are going to get to it before me. It's going to be, it's going to be toxic. Like it's going to yeah. be more harmful to get that bottled water in the grocery store that has dust on it. Your bananas are no thin. good. Mm-mm. You're not eating They're bananas. never good anyway. <laughs> they're good for 15 minutes and now they're good for even <laughs> yeah. less time. I think that's my least favorite fruit. <laughs> Is it? It's just like, because it's all, it makes me gag. Oh, does it? See, I, I don't mind a banana. I have to get them kind of greenish. Do you? But like, but then they have no flavor. When, yeah, they don't. Exactly. Yeah. It's a gross fruit. They're better with bread and yeah. chocolate chips. Yeah, yeah, banana bread with chocolate chips. That's true. They're better in things. They're better Shakes in Shakes and stuff, but yeah, sure. eating them plain? No, thanks. Mm. Little side no. Uh-huh. Okay? Yeah. It's bananas. Banana talk. We wanted to talk about. Yeah. So, anything else on that? No, I think that that kind of covers most of the issues there. Um, there's tons of problems that are... <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, there's going to be more for I sure. I always, like, had originally thought about, like, oh, Tommy Bomb, you got to worry about getting burned and everything. Mm-hmm. Like, the fallout's the thing that is kind of... I, it, it wasn't understood by me very well mm-hmm. until we started doing this podcast yeah. of like, it's just like floating around and it's, mm-hmm. that's weird. It's um, tough, man. It's Cause tough. there's like a radiation zone that's immediate and that kind of goes away. And then it's all the debris that you yeah. have to deal you with. You hear about all the talk, like, well, you can't prepare for a nuclear bomb. So yeah. just don't worry about it. Right. I'm like, well, I always thought that's any not true. nuclear bomb, no matter where you were, was like, you know, in Terminator 2, when yeah. she's at the fence and yeah. she's like, and it's just yeah. a skeleton. <laughs> know, exactly. Yeah. Uh, that's not necessarily true because most of, I mean, unless you're in a population center that gets direct hit. The or, middle town's gone, yeah. but the rest is going to survive. The rest, like most, most of us live on the outskirts yeah. of these things. So you're just going to be mostly dealing with the aftermath with radiation, the effects that it has on society, all those types of things. That's where really you should be con- considering your preparedness yeah because if it drops on you yeah you're ash rarely do you have a scenario where the supplies are toast in 10 minutes yeah that's like yeah that's tough unless you're you gotta go way out of the mm-hmm. out of the blast zone so exactly also you need to worry about cybercrime. yeah that's the one Cybercrime is a bad deal it is so a lot of people um use the internet i've done it <laughs> I've used it. Me too. I'm guilty of using the internet. Guilty as charged. Guess what? Most of the time you're unprotected when you go online because you're either on a public Wi-Fi or your home one isn't protected. You click on that one link and now you just get women's underwear popping up. I was told to always use protection. Yes. Yeah. You should do it online too. Advice. Yeah. The only way to do that is to get Surfshark VPN Mm -hmm. because it is taking you online in stealth mode. I love that. No one knows yeah. who you are. They don't know your IP. They mm-hmm. can't track it down to your computer. They can't in they can't get into your computer because it shows that you're online in Africa. It's weird. Yeah. That's how VPNs work. Magic. I'm not gonna go into the details. Magic. But it does work and it's easy to use. I haven't ever used a VPN that's more simple mm-hmm. than Surfshark. Like so simple. It's so simple. Mm-hmm. So basically you just open the app, you say connect, and you can either choose your server or it just finds the best, quickest one for mm-hmm. you, which is awesome. Yeah. And if you get disconnected, you don't it, it has a safety feature that allows you to basically it'll take you offline so you can't even use the internet and you're like, oh, I'm disconnected from my VPN. Let mm-hmm. me reconnect. It's so simple. Yep. Um being so easy and being able to use it on all my devices, I spent my own monies. Yeah. On this, because it works so well. Yeah. If you travel a lot, if you're going on public Wi-Fi often, you definitely need a mm-hmm. VPN. Um, if you go to surfshark.com, you can use our code. Surfshark.deals slash casual preppers. Deals yeah. slash casual preppers. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get 83% off from 27 months, Woo. basically. 
And so you get, um, for 60 bucks, you get over two years of protection. I, there's not a better deal. Out there. No, you can't. Like, no. I'm telling you, use it. Um, everybody should be using it. Cybercrime is like one of the biggest things that most of these, yeah. um, criminals are doing nowadays. Even governments have big, yeah. you know, they have a huge group, um, focused specifically on this. So yeah. at one point or another, your stuff's going to get taken from you mm-hmm. online. It won't if you have to. Happens to the best of us. Yep. So for get it. sure. So let's talk about maybe what are some plans of attack to get through this. We're going to give you three: Plan A, Plan B, Plan C. Um, they all, like Cam said, they all kind of have their pros and their cons. Sure. We're going to kind of go over that. But but again, I just want to stress to you after going through this how much. The communication part of this. How just much you don't want an atomic attack. I don't want this to happen for sure. But the communication part just, it creeped me out because you have so little time and you have to act so fast to to get through this in a manner that you're going to be good on the other end, right? So yeah. I don't know what to do here, but that's think it. About it. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> yeah. Figure it out. This is scary. Don't die. Audios. <laughs> mm-hmm. So let's talk about plan, plan A. Plan A. Um, <laughs> It's in disguise. It's in, yeah. No one will figure Surf out your plan because you're going to be talking It's like a VPN. Bland. What's our plan, babe? <laughs> I don't know what they're talking about, but I want that. I don't know. <laughs> it's a, you're just like changing the first letter of each word. <laughs> babe, it's a bland. Go get the blunts. Let's do bland A. We're going to get the blunts out. Get the blunts and the blunts. We're going to blow people. I threw an L in there. We're going to blill people. Um, yeah, anyways. <laughs> blill people. I don't know. So there's a bomb and there's bladiation. <laughs> Let's get out of here. <laughs> Blit this blucks. <laughs> I blate bliss. So stupid. Okay. Plan A. It's the talking code. <laughs> talking code. We're like those code talkers from the it's World like, War II. <laughs> That's what we are. The uh um yeah, what are they called? Pig Man. Latin or something. Um, plan A. And th- and this is usually what your plan A is gonna be. It's bugging in, right? So you're just you're just starting off to work. Hopefully, in this situation, your family's still home. Like that would be oh, I doubt it with my wife. (laughs) She's off. She's off either at a dental dentist appointment or she's taking the kids to the museum. So she's probably not home. My wife's getting her hair done. Maybe (laughs) I don't know. Right? Um, I don't even know why we have a house. She's at the soda shop. To be honest with you, yeah. Um, So plan A: bugging in. You head home. You turn. You turn your car around. You head back home. Shelter in the basement that you own in this scenario. You have a basement, okay? That's the thing. <laughs> yeah. You really hope you do. Basements are great when a nuclear war happens. Yeah. They really that's are. That's the first thought I had. I'm like, got to have a house Frick, with a basement. yeah. That's like, babe, I don't care what it looks like. Yeah, actually, the only reason I want a basement is the cool. I know, like, me too. I need a temperate environment. For my, yeah, for my sanity. <laughs> um, so you head home, you shelter in the basement. You duct tape some plastic over the windows and the doors. And you just hole up in there, and hopefully everything is okay. You ride out the blast. You ride out the resulting fallout in the basement. Um, you stay in there, and you kind of listen to emergency broadcasts. You're gathering info as you go, and you determine when it's okay to leave the house, um, if you even want to. For You may just want to stay in, if you can stay in for as long as you can, right? So what are your pros here? What are the pros of, of bugging in? Um, you might be safer at home, and I put maybe in there yeah. because you don't know, right? Um, but you're definitely going to be more comfortable at home. For sure. For sure, And right? you do have those that material and stuff. Like, I know I'd read, or I was listening to a podcast just because I wanted, 
that was based mm-hmm. on like FEMA and all that. Sure. You can take doors off and like mm-hmm. make all the shielding and stuff yes. on that you can do that because it's your house. Because you can take your doors off. <laughs> yeah. You go in Walmart or something, it's gonna be harder to do some <laughs> yeah. of that stuff. But yeah, you you have free run of that basement. Do whatever you want, right? Mm-hmm. Pull up the carpet, put it over top of you. You can do first anything. thing I'm doing. Yeah, I'm, I'm, babe, it's time to rip up All this carpet. I'll just roll in the carpet. <laughs> just get on one end and heave. <laughs> I got this end. Yeah. Okay. And roll. Roll, baby. Safest yeah. thing. I heard it on a podcast. Yeah. That's what those guys said to do. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, you know, listen, to, you're going to gather that info, determine what's, okay, so, pros, <laughs> carpet in the basement, you can roll up no, in. Somebody gave up listening already, they're, uh-huh. like, they're not serious. These enough. guys are idiots. You you won't need to leave and possibly drive right into the blast. That's the whole thing about just driving away, trying to bug out, that we'll talk about more later, is you don't know where those bombs are dropping. Mm-mm. You have no idea. I mean, you might have a you know a clue like oh they're going to drop at the nuclear power plant or this military site those things but you don't know yeah and and they could go off course and they could hit somewhere else who the frick knows man so um you don't have to go into that madness um you're going to have less problems with other people staying at home and not traveling most likely right obviously if your neighbors they know you prep, or maybe you have a podcast about preparedness. They're going to come right to your house and say, I right. need help. Okay. <laughs> What's radiation? How do, do I'm I- blind. <laughs> Can't see nothing. <laughs> Let me lead you in, and I'll just walk them through and out the back door. Out the back door, push them off the It deck. feels like grass, but this is our carpet. It is going to hurt, but this is for your own good. <laughs> push them off the deck. You know, I don't know. The blast. <laughs> Watch out. Oh no. oh, no. Just keep walking until you hit a fence. Um, so, yeah, you probably won't have to deal with people as much. So that that's a definitely a pro there. Um, <laughs> oh, just so stupid. Yeah. A well- There's only one carpet for the, all of us. There's only enough carpet in this basement for me and my family. Get out. Get the freak out. As you're rolled up, get out of here. <laughs> you sound real muffled down there. What are you doing? I'm in a carpet. Okay. <laughs> it's getting real hot in here. Can you send us some water? Been sneezing and stuff. Sneezing. Yeah. Um yeah, so anyways, if you seal off a basement really well, like we talked about with plastic sheeting with duct tape and rolled yourself up in a <laughs> tortilla carpet. It's so weird that that's see, that's not something I ever thought would be yeah. something you'd do in an atomic bomb. No. Like, what is that gonna do? But it, it a lot. definitely does. A well sealed basement can shield up to ninety percent of fallout. That's crazy. If you're ready to go, right? And so that's a great I like ninety percent. It's a great percentage. I'll take that. Uh, 10%. I'll take that ten percent. Deal with it. I'll deal with it. My body's strong enough. I'll take ten percent <laughs> of that radiation any day. Yep. Yep. Right? But look, there are some cons with doing this. You could run out of food if you if you have to get stuck in there for a while. Your food. You only have two weeks of food. Now what do you do? Right. This you is die. Bad. You die. Usually they recommend like you got to stay out of outdoors for 24 hours but it could be longer they say up to two weeks three weeks it could be a long time and then also other you know issues could prevent you from leaving as well whether that's civil unrest whether that's like a military quarantine or something like hey you guys aren't leaving Mm -hmm. you got to stay here unsafe traveling conditions cam talked about the five psi just like blowing stuff that much yeah so there's probably debris all over the roads you're not going anywhere right that's going to be really tough water it could become contaminated. Do you have enough stored um, that's covered and protected from radiation and from fallout, right? 
Water from your pipes could mean a slow, painful death. True. You don't know. That could all the be The depth and everything, you don't know. It's disgusting, right? You yeah. You don't want to drink radiated yeah. water. It's gross. Do you have those very <laughs> specialized filters? It's got a radiation in it. It's got radiation in it. <laughs> you look around and there's just tons of water. What's wrong with this one? <laughs> then you just give up. Um, <laughs> do you have those specialized filters? Um, like, I do have one of those... Yeah. Specific we the got Seychelle. one from Battlebox, right? Yeah, but guess oh, how no. much? Does yeah, that it's from Battlebox. Is that where that one came from? Yeah, it's the Seychelle. Yeah, we have two because we got one from. Um, yeah, we have another, another one that has like I think it's Seychelle as well. Activated carbon. So. Um, Charcoal, but, the, sorry. but they only do about twenty-five gallons of water. Oh, well, save me. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, babe. One sip, sip, sip. Yeah. Get back in the carpet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, <laughs> get back. <laughs> Roll you Did back I say in. you come out? <laughs> you stay in there. Okay. Um, so, do you have desperate neighbors? <laughs> Get back in the carpet. Get back in the carpet. Get back in the carpet roll. Okay? Okay. Quit asking for water. Um, You could have desperate neighbors, again, breaking in and taking what you have left. Um, Do you have daily meds? You want to share that 25-gallon? I don't think so. Do you have daily meds that you have to take? Yeah. Did you stockpile enough? I, do you have diabetes or whatever? Yep. Those things might happen, and I hope you got enough. Okay. Yep. Um, do you feel confident that you can shield the majority of the fallout? You know, and are you well out of the blast zone? We don't know. Yeah. Are you far enough away from the target sites to be in the safe zone? You know, uh, I don't like know. Like a storm cellar would be perfect because you got sure. one entrance and exactly. nothing else is getting through. But exactly. Regular basements like. Yeah. You, yeah, yours and ours, yeah. ours and ears and yours. <laughs> yeah. So did, maybe they hit the nuclear power plant. Maybe they decided that was a great target. Um, Makes sense. Yeah. In a 10-mile radius, the Nuclear Regulatory Commission says the air could be unsafe to breathe in the event of a major catastrophe. In 50 miles, food and water supplies are unsafe. <laughs> Just from a nuclear catastrophe yeah. from that plant. We're not talking about the bomb. Yeah. So... That just, like, compounds the problems that are going on, right? And after the initial 24 hours, what kind of chaos is going to happen in your neighborhood specifically? Right. So Yeah, look at the, like, if you go look at the Fukushima um, accident after mm -hmm. the earthquake, and it shows you this radius of, like, yeah. it's huge. It's ridiculous. And yeah. all the water and all the, mm -hmm. it's like, yeah. No You're basically point. not going to find anything good to eat or drink this side of town. <laughs> Definitely not. No. Uh, so what kind of gear would be needed for Plan A? Uh, Self-defense tools? You know, mm -hmm. again, looters, rioters, there's probably going to be a lot of looters, but you just don't know. People are going to take advantage. They're going to be dumb. They yeah. don't know that they should be inside. Again, people are stupid. They're going to knock on your door and be like, can I come in? They're going yeah. to look like Tom uh, Cruise did in War of the Worlds. <laughs> yeah, he was like covered, covered in, in dust. Ash, yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here, you idiot. I'm not answering the door. My family's down on the carpet. I got to get back to them. It's my eyes. Can I wash it out? <laughs> yeah. Someone going over is like, Elder Scorn's moving somebody right now. I'm like, no. My family's <laughs> in the carpet. Exactly what My family's in the carpet. The ward was wondering, <laughs> it's like dust everywhere. If you could come and help. No, I can't. See ya. Uh, sorry, buddy. Not going to happen. You have alternative. <laughs> no, we're the carpet down here. <laughs> can't answer the door right now. I'm in the carpet. <laughs> what are you saying? I'm in the carpet. <laughs> You're in the carpet. We're in the carpet. Goodbye. <laughs> oh, man. So stupid. Um, Everybody's going to wrap up in their carpet. Do you have alternative cooking methods? Because maybe the electricity's gone out. Maybe the gas is... Electricity's probably gone. 
Yeah, you I probably. I was thinking that one was as a guarantee. Yeah, it's a guarantee, right? So you got to have a way to cook some food unless you've got food that you don't have to cook, right? Uh, alternative lighting. I mean, it's dark in the carpet. You got to have a way to see. Yeah. Okay. If we just tip our couch over and probably feed us for a week. Tip, yeah, I know. Yeah, like cereal and yeah. Cheetos and Cheetos and hot tamales and all that <laughs> kind of stuff just falling right out. Mike and Ike's. Yep. Um, alternative lighting. Yeah. First aid kits. Somebody's going to fall. You're pulling up carpet. There's staples everywhere. <laughs> you know, you're going to walk on those tacks on the side. Oh, yeah. The tack strips are rough. Bad, bad deal. So you got to have a first That's aid kit. That's my defense. Got yeah. the perimeter. It's actually not a bad idea. Yeah. Put it all right around the front door. Good across that, you son of a... <laughs> Walk in and see what happens, idiot. <laughs> what are you guys doing? Take your shoes off before you come in. <laughs> I don't want to get the carpet. I mean, the padding dirty. Because <laughs> the carpet's pulled up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, again, your meds, you got to have your meds. Uh, water purification, water storage, food, uh, radiation detectors, Geiger counters. Okay? Yeah. You, it's not a bad idea to have something like that. I to, need a new one. Yeah. Because I have that one that plugs into a uh, long um, removed iPhone. audio port, right? Yeah. It or a jack. doesn't work jack. anymore. No. We do have those radiation cards. Yeah. Though. The those cards are pretty are cool. cool. Yeah, those are nice. Well, what are those called? Do you remember? Rad cards. Rad cards. Yeah, it's called the rad cards because they're rad. Uh, you can get them from rad triage. Uh, they're those kind of expensive, card. but... They're nice not that bad. One. Like under twenty bucks. Really? I thought yeah. it was twenty. Yeah. Well, okay, twenty. <laughs> that they said seventeen ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> I need one. I need one. Um, duct tape, obviously, plastic sheeting. Those are going to be key to try nice to carpet. keep that radiation out. Thick yeah. carpet. Thick, thick, thick yeah. carpet. Man, you got to roll up tight. Man. Yeah, the tight <laughs> woven carpet. Yeah. Other ideas, if possible, turn off tight loop. Isn't that what is looped? Huh. I don't know. I can't remember what what's like the fancy carpet. I don't know, Cam. <laughs> anyway, I don't know about the fancy carpet. Okay, I'm talking about ra- what kind of radiation <laughs> shielding carpet do you yeah, have? Yeah, so in far here? rolled up in this, <laughs> you know, alive, alive. Yeah, <laughs> uh, not dead person. I'm talking about like if I rolled up in it. Well, yeah. how, how much Say, radiation? Yeah, well, it's, you know. Can you answer that? They ought to put that on the, the car- there. like down there at the flooring <laughs> store. You Good know. for shielding up to two days. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Be great. Um, okay. If possible, uh, you're going to want to turn off any fans, air conditioners, forced air heating units, because that all well, sucks I'll be done. air. That'll, I'll kill myself. <laughs> sucks. I know. Dead no anyways. airflow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rolled up in a carpet, no airflow. This, <laughs> this sounds horrible. It does. Might as well die. Yeah. Um, because that all pulls air from the outside, which is not good. Makes because sense. that's bad air. Yeah. You don't want, you want to keep that out. In with the good air, <laughs> out with the bad. Breathe with me. <laughs> Depending on the blast radius, internet, cell phones, all the landlines are probably so you need to have an emergency radio. That's going to be your last line of communication. I just charged mine up did last you? night. Yep. Beautiful, man. Because I have a feeling you do. Kidding. Yeah, this this problem. No, it you. did. It actually started. I'm like thinking. I'm like, do I? Are they ready to go? Yeah, because they're all hand crank ones. But I'm not going to be sitting there in the carpet rolling. <laughs> Cranking that. <laughs> you got it like next to your head, ooh, trying to roll it up. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> Can you stop your cranking? I'm trying to take a, a nap in here. <laughs> Just roll. Yeah. Just roll with it. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. Um, understand radiation sickness. We're going to talk more about that. Um, in yeah, a little bit. Yep. That's plan A. Mm-hmm. Bugging in, baby. Okay. I don't know why I added the baby to that. It's <laughs> <laughs> plan B, baby. Plan, plan B, baby. Yeah. Um, so yeah, maybe you're like, 
I don't have enough here, mm-hmm. and I don't know how to take care of anybody here. That's and I don't have people. a good carpet in the basement. <laughs> yeah. So he decided to travel to... I got hardwood floors. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> I live the high life. I don't <laughs> have any carpet. Yeah. Um. So you decide to travel to that civil defense fallout shelter. Yeah. You know, the nice thing about that is it's underground, mm-hmm. thick old cement walls. What, what, like the shelter that we have here that we did the podcast from, mm-hmm. man, that thing had oh, like, yeah. it was like two feet of cement, probably more. I hope my, my card still opens that because that's where I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> in that place, dude. <laughs> I'll be right behind you. Yeah, Come on, get us in there. Get us in there. <laughs> Um, I brought my carpet. We're going now. <laughs> That's why I keep a roll. I'm telling my wife that. <laughs> yeah. There's the, like a roll of carpet up in our garage. Is there? It's yeah. for radiation and stuff. Yeah. Um, roll up in the back. I'll drive you into town. <laughs> you roll them up, put them in the back of the truck. <laughs> I'll um, put a little duct tape on the end so you don't okay. slip out. It's pop open. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. You go to the shelter. It's there. It's, you know, perfect place for yeah. an atomic bomb because the blast wave will go over top mm-hmm. and you've, you know, you're putting yourself in between, you know, six feet of dirt and, yeah. and fallout. So it's a great place to go. Uh, the pros, um, it's, it's easier to get to. I mean, possibly. Mm-hmm. Um, so you don't have to go very far. You're not going to be bugging out into the mountains a hundred miles. And so right. it's going to be a quicker, uh, uh, place to go for safety. Um, also, you're going to have maybe some supplies on you, a bug out bag or similar that mm-hmm. you can take there too to yeah. add to whatever supplies they have in this um, bunker. Other thing is you're probably going to have um, some emergency management teams there. That's what- They're going to be able to communicate, maybe yeah. ham radio specialists because you didn't take the time to get it yourself. That's too hard. That to me is the biggest plus there. You pro- There's going to be resources there that you're just not going to have at home. Right. 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 And, and, so, and they're most likely going to be you know, coordinating and communicating yeah. with the government. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's a big plus. Um, cause that could do a lot for you. Plus additional supplies that are there. Hopefully I, you know, I've never, I don't know. I don't know Some which ones do. probably a good emergency management, uh, minimum team has, uh, it's probably minimal to be yeah, honest with I, you. I, I, I if they have so anything. Um, but there's more than, Probably what? Well, not necessarily. In this scenario, we're saying that there are some supplies. Some there. better supplies that are protected because yeah. they're underground. You yeah. know, they're already ready to go. Um, and then they've got the communication with other teams and government and stuff like that. The cons, mm-hmm. number one, dealing with people. I number two, people. dealing with people. Yeah. Number three, three dealing with people. Dealing with people. Um, people are the worst. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, they are. The thing is, like... Yes, you can be kind of a support to each other and you're all going through the same thing, but there's a like, man, just in work this week, mm-hmm. I have met more lunatics. <laughs> yeah. Just like, yeah, I don't know. There's some, there's so many crazy people. There so, are, man. This gives me so much anxiety Yeah, to go into mm-hmm. a bunker and be like, okay, we survived the blast and then just be stuck there because you yeah. can't, you're not going to want to go out. You can't, you no. don't know how long. The good thing is you have some communication that may give you that information sooner, but um, it's going to be at least a few weeks. Just think about go this summer, go down to your local county fair and say, <laughs> exactly. say do I want to be stuck in a shelter with yeah, these people? Yeah. Stand in the corn dog line yeah. and expect that's your meal three times a day in a line yeah. like that. With, with those weirdo, people. With the people. Stinky. Oh oh, just awful. They're so, all they're all wearing tank tops. I don't know why. <laughs> They're all wearing tank tops. They all drove a side by side there. Yep, they did. You know? Yep. And they all talk like it 
level 15 oh, volume. Yeah. yeah, and then when they answer their phone, it's on speaker, and they're yelling at oh, it. Oh, my gosh. Why do people do that? Like, this is going to happen in this bunker. Yeah. This, oh, it's Think gonna be about horrible. it. And then... Um, <sighs> The thing is, you're going to this bunker that mm-hmm. could be even closer to the city center that gets hit. Exactly. And so yeah. even like that 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 crater that it's going to form, I mean, it could just collapse the whole thing and mm-hmm. you're dead. You could be dead. I guess that's not bad for some people. They're mm-hmm. like, I'd rather that anyway. Yeah, exactly. I'll take my chance. Mm-hmm. Um, but this would be pretty awful. Um, the other thing is food is going to be limited because you've mm-hmm. got a lot more people there. Yeah. Um, I would probably mm-hmm. recommend taking, uh, well... Obviously, you're going to take what you can, mm-hmm. and I probably wouldn't touch any of that until you have to. You yeah. know, I wouldn't even say Keep you that. have it. Mm-hmm. And then, um, but rations are going to go super quick because everybody, a lot of people are going to go there. When they hear bomb, they're going to think what has always been, you know, burned into our minds forever is take shelter in a, a fallout shelter. Duck or and a, cover. Duck and cover. So a lot of people are going to go here, and a yeah. lot of them are going to be unprepared because that's the only thing they've had, mm-hmm. they have a plan for. And they're going to be hungry. Yeah, oh, they're gonna be hungry. Yeah. <laughs> that radiation is gonna. That may be the only benefit to the radiation. If they get radiated, yeah. they ain't gonna want to eat anything. They're not gonna want to eat. Yeah, but then you're gonna have people puking everywhere. You're gonna have poop pee just building up, sanitation issues, yeah. and people carry all kinds of diseases. Oh, they do. So you know you're all gonna get like yeah. mono mm-hmm. on top of meningitis, yeah. tuberculosis, Hep C, probably Hep C, all while you're in the shelter. It's like living with rats. So Basically. again, too many people. <laughs> Seriously, um, so yeah, but um, mm-hmm. it's an option. I mean, we're selling it right now. <laughs> oh man, this sounds awesome. Yeah, live underground with this some like rats great. that eat corn. Oh, dogs. I like blee blee. <laughs> again, I'm covering up what it is. Stop talking in code, man. I can't Quit believe it. I did it and you did it. <laughs> That's hilarious. Okay, so gear needed. Again, you're gonna take a day pack. Take yeah, whatever are. you can from your home to this location. Um, sl- you know, something to sleep on. You're gonna hopefully you have a, a bug out bag pack because then mm. it has all those little supplies for a couple of days. But again, the that's thing a is, couple of days. You're not gonna have a lot of time to be gathering. No. So supplies. you're just gonna be like, you're gonna get there and it's gonna be full of silverware. <laughs> yeah, it's like silverware, a box of macaroni, you know, <laughs> and coke, and some old, I'm good. some old double A batteries that are dead. <laughs> that's exactly probably. That's, if my kids put together a bag right now, it'd be yeah. like. Um, paper and pencils. It would be paper, pencils, and some, like, uh, probably a bag of, like, chips that they found. Oh. In, and it'd be Fritos, like the worst one. The, the My corn. kids would be, like, flaming Hot Cheetos or something, probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then um, a pair of shorts and no underwear or anything like oh, that. Oh, yeah. No it under- wouldn't no, be packed at all. Nobody wears underwear. <laughs> no. That's weird. Yeah. I'm not going to pack that, Dad. <laughs> um. The other thing is when you're dealing with a lot of people that are emotional and and um, y- you really like you got to be a robot like me buttholes. <laughs> That's how you get through something. Exactly. <laughs> no emotions. <laughs> Roll your ass up in the carpet. We're going. That's that's how you get My things done. My husband's leading this because he has no emotion. He don't care about nothing but survival. That's what my wife sounds like. Yeah. You're just like here, here. Yeah. You're either pissed or normal. <laughs> Which is it today? It doesn't matter. You'll get if you're pissed. I'll get through it. But you just can't yeah. be crying like a baby. Right. Right. Yeah. So um, the thing is, this is where I feel like self defense is going to come in big. Sure. Like yeah. I always worry about this scenario where you're in close um, quarters, close quarters, and people are like crazy as is, and mm-hmm. they're even crazier now because of the event, yeah. and they're running low on food. 
You're going to want to be able to defend yourself. Good Lord. Not, and I don't mean like shoot him in the face. Well, you, they probably won't let you bring weapons. I don't in there. think they would either. I would suspect. I would hope not. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. then you're going to really be in for some. Can't gonna, leave these gonna... guns at the door. <laughs> you, know? you want me to take my arms off? <laughs> hey, what you want me to do? <laughs> you want me to take my brain off too? Because it's all it's real smart. And, yeah. yeah. I'm mm-hmm. a tactical person. I can talk real good. <laughs> I do talk good stuff in that. What not? <laughs> this is a risk to everybody. Okay? Watch the risk out. To My myself. brain is a big problem mm-hmm. for everyone. Here. I'll keep it in I'm the too corner. smart. <laughs> can I lay down but have my head out of the bunker? <laughs> yeah. Whatever I got to do. <laughs> um, but yeah, you're probably right. They won't let you have weapons yeah. and stuff. So if you can smuggle in a knife or something, yeah, sure, for an additional tool and uh, self defense weapon, yeah, but, that'd be great. But again, that training, like jujitsu and stuff, is going to be huge. Sure, yeah. So I'm going to be sleeping next to Kobe in that carpet. <laughs> we got a car- we got a double carpet. You guys over there, me and Kobe are going to roll up together. Yeah, he's going to teach me some stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, a means of your own communication too. Sure, uh, hopefully, um, be able to either communicate with your family and stuff in, from within the bunker and also see if the news they're giving you is accurate. Yeah. <laughs> well, I heard that. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, get back but, in the carpet. Um, and then transportation, I, I, this is from, I didn't know what to say here, with gear needed. Sure, yeah, you got to get there. Yeah. Right? Is that what you're talking about? Okay. Yeah, you got to get to the place. Kobe added that part and I wasn't sure how to expand on it. <laughs> no, you got to get to the fallout shelter somehow. Yeah. Walking's tough. I mean, you could do it. But you don't have a lot of time. Yeah. In our case, we, like, it's hard because I think of where ours is mm-hmm. and from us. I'm like, I could easily just walk there. You could if you had to. But, but within these the, the ones, amount of time before the bomb drops, yeah, that's the whole thing, right? Yeah. Within so, 10 minutes, get, you, get yourself there. You Make sure fast. your tank's topped off. Mm-hmm. We, uh, you had a half gank, half a tank, right? Half gank. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Half gank. <laughs> I'm uh-huh. thinking in code. Yeah. All right, plan That's C. what I've been doing the whole time. <clears throat> I know. You think that I'm just... Code Fumbling talker. words, but I'm a code talker. Code talker. Somebody out okay. there's writing it down. Okay. They got a cipher <laughs> yeah. out there. He makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah. Actually, he's super smart. When you put it up against this cipher, he's saying things. That makes <laughs> he's, sense. He solved all these formulas. Yeah. Plan C. Plan key. Plan key. Uh, bugging out, bro. Yeah. Leave town any way you can. Head away from population population centers, target sites as quickly as possible. That t- it makes sense with this. Yeah, a lot of people think that this is going to make sense. I don't know if it does. It makes sense in that you're getting away from the chaos. Yes. So, yeah, what are the pros? The fire and yeah. all that. You but- hopefully get away from people, number one. That's the bad thing. In any SHGF movie, apocalyptic movie. You want to get away from people. It's the people, right? Um, and you're getting away from possible target sites. Exactly. Go to the opposite direction of those. Don't go towards those. Yeah. You're going to bug out. You got to go the other way. What are the odds? They're going to hit a nuclear power plant with a nuclear bomb. I'm going to go to the power plant. Exactly. Um, You can be more mobile. You can be nimble once you see where the attacks happen. Yes. You could juke. You can move. Watch out for that blast. Boom. Yeah. Sideways. Exactly. Like maybe you do see that it it lands 100 miles away. You're moving. Just keep going in the opposite direction, maybe. Right. That's something you could do. But here's the thing there are some cons to this. You could drive right into the bad situation. You could. You, you know what I mean? You could make yourself a bomb ash yeah. right away. You don't know. You only have a half tank of gas. Gas stations are going to be overrun. You're not going to be able to get fuel. Good luck with that. You know what I mean? 
The problem is in this situation too, you're going to need to gather your family and then leave. Yeah, it's going to waste a lot of time. And time is a big problem. It's with of this. the essence. Yeah. Cameron. It is. We uh, said that before. We did, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Um, you may be dealing with insane traffic as well as crowds. That's the thing. Like after that radio announcement, mm-hmm. 50 minutes away from home, you got to get back home. Pretty good chance you're going to experience that yeah. with a like front row seat, like a drive-in theater. Exactly. Like, <laughs> this is not going to be good, right? So that's probably Get your sunglasses on. At least that's the only good thing. Might as well. Yeah. Right. Should have them on anyway. Right. You should. It, because it hurts your eyes. <laughs> the sun does. So does atomic blasts. They sure do. Yeah. Um. You could run into roadblocks of some sort. Maybe the military had even more advanced warning. There's like, oh, we can't have chaos. Yeah. We're going to do some roadblocks. Who knows? Um. <clears throat> yeah. How much time will you waste getting your family and driving away? Can you get away fast enough and far enough? I'm going to say maybe. Maybe. Not. Yeah. Who knows? Will there be second or third wave attacks that you need to be ready for? And you know what I mean? Who knows? Possibly, yeah. What, what's going to happen there? Do you have enough gear and well enough laid plans to stay safe in this situation? Um, being on the move just increases your chances of injury or a rough situation of any type. If you're going to get injured, it's going to be because you're out and about doing something. Less likely to be injured in your carpet in the basement. Yeah. Right? <clears throat> you might get carpet burn. That's about it. <laughs> Right? Yeah. Yeah. So what kind of gear is going to be needed here? You got to have a bug out bag, right? Obviously, Mm -hmm. you got to have something like that. You got to have your transportation, your bug out vehicle of some sort. You got to have fuel. You do have a half tank. So that's something. You might have to walk in boots. You know, you got to walk in boots. What if if there's an EMP because of this? That's the thing. I'm like, I don't like, I haven't read much about that. Like a normal. <clears throat> atomic blast. Yeah. Is it, does it, it's got to give off some. I don't think it's as pulse. effective. It, it has, has to be, be higher in the magnetosphere. Was that what it was? Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. I don't know. I'm talking out my butt. <laughs> I need to go back, get back in the carpet. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. You might, I, yeah. I don't you know, know what I mean? I don't know. Weapons. You got to have weapons, probably shelter. I wouldn't really trust being able to drive anywhere, honestly. No, I wouldn't either. Navigation tools, obviously, because you got to navigate your way. Radiation detectors, Geiger counter, self-defense tools, all those things. Some of the same t- stuff you would have to have in, in some of these other situations. Yeah. But bugging out, that's, that's plan C. So, Cam, let's talk about this. What are our overall thoughts on the scenario, the possible um, plans to mitigate whatever kind of situation you're in? Yeah. How would we personally handle this? And what, what did we learn from this right. thought experiment? Yeah. Right. I mean... While it makes sense to go to a building bunker that was designed specifically to protect you from a nuclear blast, mm-hmm. I will not do that. You won't know. It's because of like it's just a lot of people. There's the the fallout and the the thought of being trapped there mm-hmm. terrifies me. Right. I'd rather be more radiated. than death. <laughs> I'd more rather than death. be radiated. Yeah. So I think that scenario would probably be good depending on where you're at. That's probably my second pick. Because like if if you're downtown and you're close to it, it's mm-hmm. like, well, I'm here. Yeah. You know, I, I'm probably not going to be able to get home in time before this blast hits or whatever. Um, I think yeah, then it's the probably thing. gathering to get there. Yeah, is, is also if you're downtown, not as much of a time, not as much time as bugging out, but right, more than just staying home. Yeah, yeah, man. I went, I went over these several times, and honestly, I think I'm playing it safe and I'm bugging in. I, like, too. I think that's. Probably, I luckily have a basement. Yeah, that I might change everything. Like yeah. if I didn't have a basement, I don't know what mm-hmm. I would do there. I'd start digging. Know. 
start digging a hole. <laughs> I guess you got to dig at some point. But I, I think if we're looking at the scenario we've laid out, you yeah. do have a basement in this scenario. So that's where I'm going, right? Yeah. And hopefully I've done the math and I've done the research to know that I would most likely be safe from the blast zone, you know, yeah. um, as well as like the, the worst of the fallout at home. You got to know that beforehand. Even even if you don't have a basement, they recommend like if you can get into a crawl space yeah. for that initial blast um, and like the the immediate effects of the radiation, mm-hmm. it, it's still or worse comes really to worse, good. an interior room in your home, yeah. right? Get away from the outside walls. Yep. So, anyways, and this all depends on how fast I could be driving away from town so with take my family. Doors off, yeah, and pull your carpet up. Is I'm, I got to start, you know. I'm going to have it just pulled up halfway. Yeah, that's a good idea. I'm really. going to cut a thing in the middle so mm-hmm. it just tears up easy. Oh, that's a good idea. Just have big slashes in it. Yeah. Why not? Breathing Why not? holes and easy to like tear holes. Mm-hmm. And again, to me, communication is such a big deal in this yeah. situation. Finding out where these attacks hit as soon as possible is going to be really important because you got to know. It is. It's You know what I mean? That communication one like really comes like into play with this yeah. big time. Even if you've gotten home, you're in your basement to know where these things are hitting, when they've hit. <laughs> you gotta wipe your face <laughs> off, man. Getting sweaty. Yeah. Um, so you gotta know, as well as any new info, info moving forward, like on the winds, the weather, the fallout, and where that's tracking, where that's going, that's just such important information yeah. for you moving forward in, in, in the short term, right? The first like two weeks. That's so important. So to me, I got to have a really good communication plan with my family, with gathering information from the outside, from the government or whoever officials. Um, and then I'm just, I'm playing it safe. I'm getting home. Yeah. I'm making sure I have plastic sheeting. I have duct tape. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm going and, all and, in. And it, it's all it, like, you can go out. You just have to like protect yeah. any, like your skin and everything. Yeah. I mean, you gotta, sure. you gotta be wearing a biohazard suit. If right. you're going to go out for short periods, but where, how, Why? where are you going to go? What are you going to do? For yeah. how far, you know? Yeah. I don't know. You'd have to have a really good reason to want to go out. Yeah. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I, don't know I just need to get away from the kids. But this is one of the few <laughs> scenarios know. where you, it basically traps you at home. Yeah. Sure. It traps you at home. Time. Yeah, it does. Um, or wherever you're at. In ways right? I would love that. Yeah. But I, I could get through it. <laughs> I really could. Yeah. Anyway, as long do you have we any can other- watch some movies. Yeah. Do you have any other thoughts on, on no, that at this point? No, I mean, that for me, it was number one, bugging in, shelter second, uh, bugging out last, mm-hmm. which that isn't always the thing, you know, bugging out. They really do say, like, most of the... But, uh, what's that? Most people say you shouldn't bug out. You don't have time. You need to get inside. Yeah, yeah. You know? it makes the most sense. Yeah. This is also a scenario that made me realize um, my backup plan for water is mm-hmm. even more concerning. Like yeah. I have my, you know, I have my water storage, which is great. Yeah. I'm always like, oh, I can just go to a river. I have filters. Mm-hmm. I can boil some water. Yeah. This like water is basically useless around you. Right. Unless, unless it's you have... in and covered and protected. And... So I thought I put this in here somewhere. Unless you have a reverse osmosis um, filter. That's the one I think they said can get up really? to 99%. I thought Maybe that's it what it was. Same. I knew it had to have. But like, again, it's very it's very specific yeah. on what you would which need. most people don't have. No, and then, um, but yeah, it has to be. Yes, you, I mean you can get those, and so it made me think like I probably should get another. You one. got it. Yeah, reverse osmosis membranes can remove up to ninety nine percent of radioactive elements. Is that what it is? Reverse such as osmosis. uranium and the radio- regular ones are just osmosis, huh? I think that's so. the ones that don't. Uh, work. I think so. I don't know, but I ain't radi- I ain't a 
um, filter expert. We didn't really talk about potassium iodide either. No. Is that something we want to bring up in this as uh, something to think about? Anyway? We should. We should bring it up in this one. And, yeah. and I didn't bring it up. Um, it does. So one thing I was going to, I actually did have something pulled up here. Um, I guess I can bring it up during the uh, oh, okay. medical That's thing because yeah. I, I did have a part on that. Okay. There we'll was a there that. was a battle box uh, a while back that had tons of great gear for this type of situation. It had like potassium iodide. It had like the rad triage dosimeter card. It had like towelettes. Like, so cool. Like, yeah. That and it were, had a bag that you could put your like soiled yeah. stuff in and your contaminated and stuff it, in. That came with the radiological water filter. Uh, straw as well. That's it came right. with a gas mask. Uh, it had such it good stuff. It was a really stuff. cool one. Yeah. It, lots of good stuff that you can find yeah. for these situations that you might as well, right? Yeah. Anyways, anything else there, Cam? That's no, the nuclear no. attack scenario. That one, that one uh, tickled the brain. It's tough. Had to really think about. For sure. Like, it's, a, it's a very unique scenario that mm-hmm. would be super hard to, to navigate through. Interesting to think about, though. Mm-hmm. Lots of interesting stuff. Um, the thing I, is, there are supplies, though, that can help yes. you know, mitigate all these difficult a lot um, of people are just like you can't prepare for it but yeah you know there are, there things are you filters can do. specifically there's different gear and like you said having like um plastic stuff mm-hmm. to cover everything and block off like you yeah. can survive this yeah you can yeah i want to tell you about electrolyte deficiency though Cam, it's good. It's not good. It's not good. I was going to say it's good, but it's not. I changed my mind. The electrolytes are good. Electrolytes are very good. Because the imbalances can cause headaches, cramps, fatigue, weakness. It's bad things, man. As people want to be prepared and ready for anything, the last thing you need is something that will slow you down when you need to be ready the most. Can you imagine in a scenario like this, and you you, you have electrolyte deficiency? Want to add that on to radiation sickness? I don't think so. That's where we at Casual Preppers have teamed up with Element. That's L-M-N-T. It's a tasty electrolyte drink mix with everything you need. So good. Nothing that you don't. It's formulated to help anyone with their electrolyte needs and is perfectly suited to folks following keto, low-carb, or paleo diets. We think Element is perfect for bug-out bags, EDC kits. It contains a science-backed electrolyte ratio, 1,000 milligrams of sodium, 200 milligrams of potassium, 60 milligrams of magnesium. Casual Preppers listeners can get a free element sample pack when you make any purchase through our exclusive Casual Preppers link. The element sample pack includes one packet of every flavor, so you can try them all, which is fantastic. You're probably going to end up buying citrus and grapefruit, but those are very good chance. But you can try watermelon. all of them. Watermelon's great too, yeah. Orange, those I even like orange. Favorite. I haven't, I've mm. only had that one once. Orange so is great. I need to try it again. They offer a no questions asked refunds on all orders. You don't even have to send it back. That's crazy, bro. Um, <laughs> this offer may be claimed by first time and returning Element customers. Every time you make an order, use our link. You're going to get so that sweet. free that. sample pack. First time customers only? Mm-mm. No. All customers, everywhere, mm-hmm. all the time. Head to our link, drinklmnt.com slash preppers. Get your order and your free sample pack. That's drinklmnt.com slash preppers. Such a, man, I just wanted to have this in the clinic and I be know. like, before we get started, mm-hmm. take a drink. Take a drink. Tell me if you have any more problems. <laughs> exactly. They're going to all go away. Man, you just got to be hydrated. You do. Dude, I had it last night at jujitsu, and I just can't tell you. It's like, I look forward to it. Yeah. Look forward to having it. It man. is a good one. It's great. It is a good one. Um, I also look forward to Crate Club, because we just yes, got the right. latest Crate Club. How exciting is that, Cameron? Uh, the first item in the exciting. box. I know. Super exciting, right? <laughs> <laughs> we got the uh, to- Field and Stream Total Gun Manual. Man, this has got lots of guns in it. 
pretty much useless for most people <laughs> yeah. that know everything about guns. Yeah, this whole... is a this is a sweet manual though. I like, love I was those. surprised all the details I mm-hmm. have in there. Just talked about bullets and guns. Bullets and guns. Then we have the outdoor element Phoenix feather knife. Beautiful. See it right here? Yep. Everybody look at it. Yeah, look at it. <laughs> then we got the Dark Energy Poseidon Pro. It's a power bank. This is cool. Yeah, it's way waterproof cool. too, right? I think so. Somewhat waterproof. Wow, man. 10,000 yeah. milliamps. Yeah. Power plus. Power Submersible. Plus. Then we got the Wooks Bad Boy Tonto Ooh. Knife. It's yeah, cute. this one's cool. Cute little blade. It is a cute little blade. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, baby. Got shiny. Yeah. I shiny. loved Bad Boy when I was... <laughs> yeah, Bad Boy clothing. <laughs> loved Bad Boy Heck clothes. Yeah. Shirt was like triple X. Uh-huh. Then we got the Fix-It Sticks Compact Ratcheting Tool. I always love stuff like this. Yeah, it's good. Nice to have. Around. Screwdrivers are my favorite. Yeah, you love screwing. The Outlaw Backpack, too. That's good. Yeah. Guess what? Backpack Queen. Honey, it's going. Strikes again. Another one. Yeah. And then we have the My Medic Ready Pocket. This is a good-looking awesome little kit. kit, man. Lots of good stuff. So go check them out. Crate Club. They, have, they got really cool... Really cool stuff, all right? It's time for the quick and dirty medical tip. All right, I'll make this quick. Okay. So, radiation poisoning. Oh, It gosh. sucks. I've had it once. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah. So, after a nuclear bomb explodes, there's two forms. There's the initial nuclear radiation. Mm-hmm. This is 3% of the total energy in the nuclear explosion. Nuclear. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it, like, people close to ground zero will receive a lethal dose of this. These are the ones that are either killed by the blast or mm-hmm. they're super sick and vomiting and all that. And they basically, um, if you've seen Chernobyl, they're the ones that are, like, <laughs> their skin's radiated yeah. and everything. And they don't, they don't make it. Usually. Bad news. Bad news. The residual radiation is um, from weapon debris, fission products, and ground bursts, so radiated soil. So mm-hmm. this is the fallout stuff that you got to deal with. Yeah. And it contaminates, like, everything. Um Size and dose matter, obviously. Um, in terms of the effects, 5 to 20 um, uh, possible late effects, chromosomal damage. So this is long-term. Oh. You're going to start having uh, some issues possibly with cancers popping up and stuff like that. Oh, fun. 20 to 100. The thing that's freaking, I think we talked about this before, is it starts to eliminate um, your white blood cells, so your ability mm. to fight yeah. anything. I mean, this is... This is what's used to try and take, you know, kill cancer. Yeah. It's also killing you. Um, you're just hoping it dies before you do. And so it's weird. It's a crapshoot. Um, yeah. Um, 100 to 200 uh, dosage of radiation, um, mild radiation sickness, fears, vomiting, diarrhea, fatigue. Those two are super hard to manage mm-hmm. um, if you really think about it, unless you have element. Yeah. <laughs> so, sure. Exactly. But that's a big deal. Like, um, Trying to manage that when you're like hunkered down, you're you know, and you can't go anywhere, yeah. and everybody's kind of like, obviously, you you know that you've possibly gotten so much radiation, you're probably going to die, mm-hmm. but you you may not, and so if you don't die by that, you're gonna you're gonna probably die by vomiting and diarrhea. Ugh. If you can control it and replace the electrolytes, that's a big deal. So that's why you really want to have anything to do that. Um, we lack element. We really do, man. You know, you're getting all those uh, salts and stuff. Back. And it tastes good. It does. Yeah. It's a, yeah. Because uh, yeah, the rehydration salts um, are they disgusting. Don't, they don't taste good. Two hundred to three hundred serious radiation sickness. Um, start hemorrhaging. Blood cells will start coming apart, and yeah, you're gonna die. Sounds like a good time. Three hundred to four hundred and above, like <laughs> early days of 
the bomb, um, mm-hmm. serious radiation, bone marrow, intense destruction. Like you're just not going to make it. Hair loss um, affects brain cells. And then thyroid. So thyroid is one of those organs that's super susceptible to radiation. Mm-hmm. So um, in low doses um, or like minimal exposure, mm-hmm. the thyroid gland is still more susceptible than most of the um, organs. So you can protect it by using potassium iodide to reduce the effects. And you probably should. I mean, I would. Why yeah. wouldn't you? Oh, why wouldn't you? Like yeah. a lot of people are like, oh, you're going to die. You're going to get all this radiation. In a way, yes, it doesn't matter so much if you get that much radiation, but if you can protect any uh, organ that's susceptible to it and you don't really know, I'm going to do it. And it's like, yeah, people always say that, but like you don't know where you are at in relation to the bomb, in relation to how much radiation you're getting. It, you could be in this area where you're just getting enough where it's getting yeah. into your thyroid, yeah. yep. right? And so, so this would protect like, you in that If you situation. just got dosed with enough that if you had, you know, whatever you have shielded, but your neck's not, like yeah. the thyroid's going to get blasted. Yeah, so sure. I would do it. I mean, it's not going to harm you mm-hmm. and it's readily available. You can get it without a prescription. So. Yeah. Um, and then just all the other symptoms, like the main things that I wanted to focus on here is you're going to have something for rehydration because mm-hmm. if you get sick enough, you're going to have nausea. You're not going to eat very well. You're going to have vomiting possibly and diarrhea. Survivable. Mm-hmm. If you have the right things to do so, but you're going to be going through water faster and yeah. you're going to need like to, to make every bit of what you drink, um, useful. That's why you want like something like element mm-hmm. that has all those like, uh, sodium and potassium and all that. So you don't become deficient. And then, yeah, I would, I would have, um, and I do have potassium iodide that I would be giving to my family through this until, mm-hmm. um, you heard more information about what to do next with, um, the, you know, yeah. bugging out and all that stuff. Other effects are blood disorders, cataracts, malignant tumors, nothing you can really do yeah. <laughs> about that long-term. It is what it is. You, I mean, you made it through, but unfortunately that's the, that's, that's something you'll have to deal with in the future. Nasty problems with atomic, uh, or with, uh, atomic bombs. So anyways, uh, can you protect yourself from it? In some ways? Yes. I mean, have rehydration salts and things like that. And you, that's why you've got to think about, more water than just that. Mm-hmm. I mean, so the bare minimum of water is like a quart a day for a person, but we always talk about doing a gallon because that's for all other needs. Yeah. And so you've got to really think about that, especially with an atomic bomb because dehydration, nausea, and stuff like that oh, is, yeah. is going to happen. For sure. Anyway. Awesome. That was a little quick rundown. Radiation sickness. That sounds horrible. Yeah, no, thank you. Well, that's it, guys. Uh, appreciate you guys listening. Um, let us know what you think about this scenario, what you would do, because uh, we want to hear from you guys, right? We're idiots. <laughs> we want to hear from you. Yeah. You probably have better insights than we do. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, so anyways, guys, thanks, and stay survived.